Hey, Zoomers, we are getting started in just a few seconds. But in order to Zoom, you need fuel. Our sponsors give us that fuel. Take a minute now to learn more about them. Your team is at the heart and soul of your business. You work hard to attract great people who help your business Zoom. Our new partner, Everyone Social, enables employees to become effective brand ambassadors by sharing, recommending, and promoting relevant content while building their personal online brand. Check it out and request a demo at socialzoomfactor.com slash everyone social. Social Zoom Factor, episode 69. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, we are going to be talking about customer experiences and how we can create unexpected and delightful experiences for our audiences, experiences that are inspiring and that will inspire your customers and your community members to organically engage with you and your brand, experiences that make them want to literally shout from the social mountaintops about how how amazing their experience is. And I'm going to kick this off today with a case study. And this is actually what inspired this podcast. So as some of you know, I am traveling quite a bit recently. And this week, I'm actually in Athens, Greece. I just arrived today after I think it was about 14 plus hours of travel. And I am here with my 14 year old son. And I'll tell you, it has been quite the trip. And we have already had a blast here. I'm in the hotel here at the Intercontinental Hotel, and I'm able to look out my window and see the Acropolis. We just have an amazing view. So as I was excited and traveling here, I had an amazing experience on my airline flight. And if you travel at all, you know that in itself is a very good thing. And so I think when I have a memorable and unexpected and a delightful experience while traveling, it usually inspires me organically to shout about it from the mountaintops. And as I was thinking about this on my 10-hour flight here today, it really made me think about why. Okay, so why sometimes when we have a really good experience? Does it make it so exciting? Why does it make it so memorable? And I think there's a couple different answers to this, okay? One just being the fact that it's delightful. You know, one reason is just the fact that it's a great experience. And we tend to remember experiences that are good and or bad. It's hard to remember the experiences that were just mediocre, So if you think about it, when is the last time you talked about an experience that was mediocre? Unless somebody is asking you, what did you think of that restaurant? Or what do you think of that company? Or what did you think of that food or that hotel? You're not going to go write a blog post about a status quo experience or go post to Facebook and tell all of your friends, I had an okay time at dinner tonight. You're usually going to go tell your friends about it if it was good or if it was bad. 
And so when you think about travel, I think this is just such a great case study. We tend to talk about and think about and remember either the really good or the really bad experiences. And recently, as I have been traveling and I've been to Miami a couple weeks ago and I've been going upstate, you know, toward the New York and Boston area as well. And and unfortunately, those experiences recently have been pretty unpleasant. So they have been unexpected in the fact that it was a negative experience, so much so that it inspired me to even share it with my social community. And for those of you who know, I have a following on Twitter as an example of over 200,000 people that follow me. Another 19,000 people have circled me on Google Plus and the list goes on. And I usually will only share those experiences on the social network works if they're really, really good or if I am at a last resort where I am just so frustrated that I cannot get something resolved or it's just beyond repair. And then once in a while, I will tweet about those things. So as I was traveling kind of up and down the East Coast recently, I spent some time mostly on JetBlue as well as US Air. And I have been very unpleasantly surprised to find that their Wi-Fi does not work. And here I am flying on this beautiful, brand new JetBlue airplane, or it appears to be very new. And I'm going, you know, a two and a half to three hour flight in the middle of the day. I'm a busy working entrepreneur who owns a business and am trying to get a lot done and still be able to enjoy my life. And I was shocked to find on these recent flights that JetBlue did not offer Wi-Fi from Orlando to Boston. And when I checked in on the airline, I was told by JetBlue personnel that, yes, they did have Wi-Fi. And at the time, I had a couple emails that were really important that I needed to get out to my team in support of some client work that we are working on, some big projects. And so I trusted the JetBlue employee who told me that there was Wi-Fi on the plane and that when I got on the plane, I would be able to access Wi-Fi and be able to send an email. However, when I got on the plane, I found out there was no Wi-Fi. And when I asked the staff member, what's up? Three different staff members I asked on the plane, hoping for a different answer. You know, we've all been there. We're thinking, okay, if we ask somebody different, maybe they're going to say, yes, it's going to be on in the next half hour after we take off. You know, it actually will work. But the responses I got were pretty shocking. So I got the responses just saying, no, you know, we don't have Wi-Fi. Uh, one of the, the men who answered me, one of the flight attendant said it's broken. It's been broken for a long time. Another one told me that they didn't have it on the aircraft as of yet, which was probably the best response I got. And they were explaining to me that it was coming soon. However, a third one told me, why don't you just read a book and do something productive? I couldn't believe that was the response that she told me. What does she mean by do something productive? Does she not think what I'm doing on my email is not productive? Does she not think that the fact that I need to get back to my client is not productive? And I understand the fact that I should prepare ahead of time to be able to send these types of emails. So I'm not saying this is something that was urgent and that I waited until the last minute to send an email. I'm just stating it would be nice on a three-hour flight for me to be able to send some emails. And when I ask a staff member 
if I can do that and if they have a certain feature that is working on their plane, it would be nice, I think, just status quo if what they're saying is true and that I can trust them. Now, to JetBlue's defense, they did reply to my tweets because I tweeted out and said, hey, I'm really bummed, JetBlue. I'm flying to Boston and you don't have Wi-Fi. I can't believe you don't have Wi-Fi. And they usually tweet back something nice and say, you know, we're expanding it on all of these, you know, X thousand numbers of airlines over the X number of months and years, whatever. But if you think about that response, it's nice that they responded. However, who cares if they're adding Wi-Fi to thousands of planes? The fact is, it does not exist on the plane that I am on. So I think a key lesson when a customer is experiencing something that is memorable, but for a negative reason, you need to acknowledge where they are and the experience that they're having, not just telling them that it's going to be fixed at some future date and time unknown to them because they're frustrated at the moment that the situation is not being solved. So let's move on now to this pleasant experience that I had. So on this flight coming out here to Athens this week, we are on some flights operated by Delta. And the airline was Air France, but it's a Delta plane. Everything on the plane says Delta. And from my first touch with Delta, it has been positive. And I know over the last couple years, I've flown Delta a few times and I have to really give them some kudos because I think that they have really put some focus around service and I'm seeing it get a lot better. I'm seeing the quality and maintenance of their planes, the cleanliness and just their overall staff and their friendliness and helpfulness and accuracy of the information. You can tell that they are really putting a customer focused attitude. And it is exuding from every brand touch that I have from the moment I called them. So let's just walk through this scenario a little bit. We booked my flight through Orbitz. And since we booked my flight through Orbitz, I was unable to change and upgrade the seats as I wanted to online. So I needed to call them and make that change. So first brand touch with a human is that I was able to call. I got through in an okay amount of time. It was a Saturday night and I was driving in my car last week with my son who's actually going on the trip with me. And I was able to get my seat upgraded and ask a ton of questions that I I had about luggage and all sorts of things, and they took great care of me. So let's fast forward then. So then I show up at the airport and hubby drops me off at curbside. Of course, somebody comes to our car, takes our luggage, and this was the the guys outside that are doing curbside, and wonderful experience with them checking me in. And we even had a couple glitches on the ticket, and he says, you know, we just have a couple problems. We're going to work through these right now. And he worked through it very, very well. I tipped him well. My baggage zoomed off on the little conveyor belt, and all was good. So then we walk into the airport, we get through security pretty easily, and we get to the gate and we have a few questions. So I go up there to ask some questions. They were able to move our seats because we had wound up with some seats that weren't so great for the first leg, which was from Orlando to New York. And when I had originally called to make the changes to the ticket, that was done only on the long flight. So it was the one from New York to Athens, Greece. So I still had 
some changes I needed to make on the short leg. So they were very, very kind. I went to the Delta desk and another brand experience that was awesome. So that's basically brand touch number three. Everything's positive, right? And you're thinking because everything else in the travel industry seems to be so status quo or negative, I'm really thinking, okay, what's going to go bad? Because now I have three very positive brand touches. Something's got to go wrong. And if you think about it, it's really sad that we have to even think that way. So we get our cool seats. My son and I are across from each other. We have aisle seats very close to the front. So now for brand touch number four, we get to the gate and I decide to ask the desk there if there is going to be Wi-Fi on the leg from Orlando to JFK. And I got a quick immediate response and it was a gentleman and he said, absolutely yes. And he said, we know that our customers are mobile and automated and they like to stay connected. So you will have Wi-Fi on this plane. And of course, me and my son are like giving each other the high five saying, all right, we're going to be connected. We can, you know, he's thinking I can play all my games and watch my movies and the list goes on. So I'm still thinking in the back of my head, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if this uh, Wi-Fi really works. So then I get on the plane. I'm pleasantly surprised by how clean it was, number one, how nice our seats were compared to flying some of these other airlines economy. And we did not have upgraded seats for this flight. We get on and we have our own little personal video entertainment center. And guess what? It works. And this is where it gets even better. We also had power and we had been told that we would have power in our upgraded comfort plus seats, economy comfort plus seats for the long leg of the flight. But I had no idea. It was very unexpected, very delightful and very memorable that we also had power in our simple economy seats headed to JFK from Orlando. Okay, that was a very delightful, memorable, and of course, unexpected experience. So think about this story. I have by now probably six to seven plus brand touches that are just absolutely positive. But if you really think about it, what have they actually done? They've, number one, been nice to me. They've, number two, been honest to me. And number three, they have a great product and a great service. So I'm getting on the plane. I'm pretty happy camper. I tweet out to my followers I post to Facebook and I just say how happy I am. You know, things are looking up. I got power in my seat. You know, there was a whole conversation on my Facebook page and everybody talking about airlines, saying that's cool. You know, so my community pretty much knows even before I found out if Wi-Fi was working, whether I was loving Delta or not. And at the moment, I was loving Delta. So then we take off on time, we get up in the air, and I start to zoom up GoGo Network, which is the Wi-Fi service provider. And of course, Pam Moore, negative status quo Wi-Fi connoisseur, is thinking, okay, we'll see if this thing really works. Fire it up, and it works like a charm. So I pay my 10 bucks, whatever I needed to pay to get it to work. And I'll tell you, it was faster than what our home network is with Bright House on some days. And so what do you think I did? I tweeted that to all my followers. I posted that to Facebook. I let the world know how happy I was. And I tweeted to GoGo and I tweeted to Delta. Sincerely, 
thanking them for the excellent service. And why did I do that? I did that because it was unexpected and because it was delightful, but it gets better, okay? So I had this great flight from Orlando to JFK. We then hang out in JFK for a couple hours, go get us some Buffalo Wild Wings and board our flight to Athens. And we had upgraded our seats and we were very happy with the upgrade once we got onto their nice, I believe it was was an A333, an Airbus A333 airplane. But get on the plane, everything works. So again, all electronics work. We have power going. There was no Wi-Fi, but that was to be expected. We were able to watch movies all the way there. My 14-year-old was clearly entertained, had in-seat games, in-seat movies, in-seat TV. I caught up on my episodes of Parenthood, watched a little Tommy Boy, and even cried my eyes out with the movie Faults in Our Stars. Long story short, I was entertained. I was kept happy. My seat was comfortable. We had an empty seat next to us. I was a happy nut, but it gets even better. So there's one last brand touch that just made my day. So I get to Athens. We are so dead tired by this time and we are headed to baggage. And here is this girl from Delta Airlines standing there with this huge smile on her face and this bowl of candy. And as we're heading up to the baggage claim, she just smiles and says, would you like a mint? And I looked at her and just thought, you are so cute. Can I take your picture? Because you are the icing on this cake. And even though we had this long, long day and night of travel with no sleep, Delta made my day. So here's some kudos to Delta. If you end up listening to this, thank you so much for the excellent service. And thank you for not settling for status quo and for seeing further than what your competitors are doing. And I think this is one of the faults as business leaders and marketers that many fall to is the status quo. And it's a reason why I write so much about this. I podcast so much about this. If you attend our tweet chats, you know we talk about this all the time. How can you zoom past static quo and create memorable experiences for your customers that are going to help you grow your community, grow your brand, and grow and zoom your business? Hey, Zoomers, I know we are deep into some amazing content right now, but let's take a quick moment to learn more about our great sponsors too. Success in business and life is built on trust and relationships. According to Edelman's Trust Barometer, 41% of people think a company's employees rank higher in public trust than a firm's PR department, CEO, or founder. Empowering your employees to be the voice of your brand can help you more quickly earn trust and establish authority to ignite relationships with customers, partners, and your online audience to Zoom measurable business results. Our new partner, Everyone Social, makes it easy for employees to Zoom their personal brands and become trusted thought leaders by easily sharing relevant and engaging content with their audience while at the same time assisting their employers to achieve their marketing and business goals. Learn how to get started the right way in developing your own employee brand advocacy program by downloading a free white paper from Everyone Social at socialzoomfactor.com slash power up. Check it out, friends.
So let's talk about this situation and let's talk about what was the outcome for Delta, okay? I can't tell you that they're going to sell a million tickets because of my loyal advocacy for them. I was not paid as a brand advocate. They have no idea that I'm writing a blog post and doing this podcast at this moment. They may not even care. I don't know. But I am now a loyal brand advocate because of one trip that I had with them that was so positive that from every brand touch along the way, it was a positive experience. I was a happy nut from start to finish. And they will probably wind up making it into my keynote deck even this week. So this week I'm here in Athens speaking uh, for a large group of C-level executives and we'll be talking about what C-level executives need to be thinking about when it comes to social. And this is going to be one of the key things I'm going to say, like I always say, is you have to start in the inside of your brand because you have to be providing memorable positive experiences that people want to shout about from the social mountaintops, from the social networks that they are connected to and share those experiences with their community. Now, let's talk a little bit about how other organizations can maybe repeat some of these things. What did Delta do right? And what can you do as a brand and marketing leader? Okay, we already talked about number one, which is don't settle for status quo. Even if all of your competitors are falling for status quo, rise above status quo and zoom straight past them. Number two is to create the unexpected experience. Surprise and delight them. And you know what that means. You go the extra mile. This ties directly into not falling to status quo. Give them something they're not expecting. And it's what Steve Jobs always said, is if you wait until your customer tells you what they want, it is in fact too late. Give them something they are not expecting. Number three, make it easy to upsell and make the upsell worth the investment. So if you think about my experience upgrading my seat. It was really easy for me to upgrade my seat, even though I couldn't do it online. That is an area I would say they could improve on, make it so I can do that through orbits or wherever I'm booking. But I know that's a more complicated conversation. Given the fact that I followed their process, they did make it very easy for me to upgrade. They made it clear on exactly what I was getting and I knew what to expect and they provided value for me to upgrade. So I think we paid about $139 per seat for the upgrade. And I'll tell you now, I'm going to go back and absolutely upgrade my seat for the long leg on the way back home because the value was there. They packed in the value. We got extra snacks. We got extra, a little bit of extra service. We almost felt like we were in first class, but we weren't paying that big first class ticket price. It was pretty darn close. And for upgraded economy comfort, we had a lot of leg room. We had extra power. So they made it easy for me to upsell and they packed value in that upsell. Number four is ensure that your staff knows what is up and why they create such an experience. Remember when I told you that the Delta representative who answered my question about whether they had Wi-Fi or not on the plane, not only did he say, yes, you will have Wi-Fi on the plane, he explained to me why. And what that did was connect with me 
as a mobile, social savvy, always on, connected customer that I always talk about. He acknowledged me for who I was and acknowledged my needs and verbally let me know that Delta was ready to serve my needs. So they knew what I needed and they were there to deliver to my needs. That, my friends, is customer service gold. Those are things that your customers are going to shout about from the mountaintops. You know them, you know what they want, and you know how to delight them. And that's why I always say you must know your audience. And check out the other resources we have. I will make sure to list some of our other podcasts and resources for all of these things we're talking about on how you can delight and create inspiring user experiences for your audience. Number five is make the rest of the experience consistent and just as delightful as the first one or the second one. Because the thing that happened with Delta on this trip is it was a consistent, positive, unexpected, delightful experience. Every Delta representative that had a touch with us in a human way it was positive. Okay. And this was a long flight. This was a 10 hour flight for the long leg. And that staff was amazing. They were there for anything we needed. And my 14 year old was having a blast pushing the little <laughs> attendant button and asking his questions and that type of thing. And they answered all of the questions. And the experience was consistent. It wasn't just one person. It wasn't just the front desk. It was every person that served us from the Orlando guy at the curb who grabbed our luggage to the last brand touch who was the woman standing in Athens with the bowl of mints okay and you guys know I'm a geek I love these things this all makes me almost tear up and get chills because I'm such a customer service and customer experience nerd I love these types of things so from the curbside support to the last Delta girl handing out mints. Every touch was delightful. So what could they have done to make it better? Well, they probably could have made baggage guidelines a little more clear on the website. There were some uh, things that were a bit confusing, but we solved it. They could make it more easy for me to upgrade my seat online. I would jump through some hoops. Even if I would have been able to do it on the Delta site, it was still a little tricky getting the information I needed. And I would love to have more information on their website about Wi-Fi and what was really available so I could pay for that ahead of time because it may be there, but it wasn't easy for me to find. And one more recommendation I would make to Delta is when I was looking at their website, they have integrated complain and contact into one link on the website. And I don't think that's really good because I wanted to contact them to upgrade my seat and I needed to click on contact slash complain in order to get what I needed. And even when I was on the phone with one of the reps, they said, you know, just make sure you go there, contact slash complain, and you'll get the information that you need. But the thing is, I'm not wanting to complain. I just needed service. And so I would say, Delta, you should probably 
uh, unattach those two words. I'm thinking maybe you've done some user experience and you're trying to just make it fewer clicks and easier for people to find. But I'll tell you, coming from a person who had no reason to complain uh, for this trip to your brand or to your staff, I don't think you should be mixing those two words. Keep my experience positive and don't even make me think of that word complain. So anyway, we are about at the end of our 30 minutes today, and I hope that this real-time case study of Delta Airlines and my memorable, unexpected, and very delightful experience that I've shared with you will inspire you to create some of these same experiences for your customers. I know that your time is so very valuable, and I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast today. I wish you the best of success in your business and in your life this week. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. Zoom Factor.